interrupt our scheduled podcast of Rumble for this special edition of the Emergency Podcast System. I'm Michael Moore. This is Rumble. And we are we were just getting ready to record um, our podcast uh, for this evening uh, when uh, news came across about the bill that Congress and the Senate are voting on voting on it tonight and possibly uh, tomorrow. Uh, this is the so-called recovery relief uh, bill, the so-called stimulus bill, the so-called whatever uh, that had started out as a $750 billion bill that then turned into a $2 trillion bailout of corporate America. Um, corporations that have nothing to do with the current pandemic that we're dealing with. The whole purpose of this um, bill and to to pump some money into the American uh, citizens' pockets uh, was because everybody has been ordered to stay home, which means virtually everybody is out of a job and virtually everybody isn't getting any income. And so in order to um, prevent the cataclysmic, um, devastating calamity that is just about ready to take place if it hasn't for many of you already. Um, our elected representatives decided that they had to act in order to give a hand. But of course, the Republicans um, in the Senate uh, said not so fast. And they've held this up for a week. The House passed their bill um, uh, a week and a half ago. They've held this up because uh, they wanted, they saw a, another great moment when they could let rich people feed at the trough. While these two really don't have a lot to do with each other in common, other than the fact that many small businesses have had to close up and may, may end up going bankrupt, that um, many large companies have had to uh, lay off or furlough employees and, um, and close their stores, and therefore they're not making income. Um, but many of them also are not going to go under. Many of them are not hurting, and many of them have been have succeeded in uh, uh, becoming even richer in the last couple of years, thanks to the Trump tax cut, which they didn't use to create jobs. Uh, they used it to uh, line their pockets, mainly by buying back stock, so that the company then could and the and its shareholders own that stock and make more money. So, <laughs> so what has happened here? in the last couple of days. And I know, you know, we haven't paid a lot of attention to this because we're mainly thinking about how can we, how can we make sure that we, we and our, our family members survive, live, not die. That's, that's paramount in everybody's mind right now. We're not thinking about the money so much other than the fact that we know we don't have any coming in. We know we're not getting up and going to work. We're scared shitless about that, but, uh, but, but first things first, right? Make sure the parents and the grandparents are going to live. Make sure the kids don't get this. Make everybody stay inside. The more we stay inside, the, the more we'll, we'll reduce the number of deaths. And try to get the president of the United States to fucking act like the president of the United States. It has been now 10 days since he has enacted uh, the Defense Production Act, as it's called, which gives him the power to order factories to start producing Ventilators, masks, gowns, protective gear, everything we need, 
hospital beds, staff, everything we need, the president has the power to do this and has not acted on it. Even when corporations like General Motors and Ford have said, we'll make the ventilators, we have assembly lines. We'll start right now. We'll retool assembly lines and we'll have, I, th- I think uh, Ford said they, they could have them rolling off the assembly line sometime in early May. Six weeks from now, maybe. Now, that's not good for New York because New York is going to hit the worst of the death and destruction here in New York City. Um, this is going to happen in the next 14 days, 21, if we're lucky, 21 days. I'm speaking to you, again, from my podcast studio in New York City. I am in day 16 of my own self-imposed uh, quarantine. I'm fine. I'm, I've had no symptoms. I don't, I've had no tests, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay. But I'm okay, I think, primarily because I literally have not left uh, my apartment. Um, and I encourage everybody who can do that to do that. Uh, do not have human contact. That is the absolute best way uh, to avoid this. The virus can't find you unless it's traveling with another human being. I mean, yes, it can get on surfaces and things like that, but you can take care of that. You have already Lysol down everything in your house. So, so here we are. We should be talking about what are the things that are being done or not done? What is Trump? Why is he holding up getting these ventilators made? New York City alone needs 30,000. The governor has been able to cobble together, you know, by hook or crook. I don't know how he's done it, uh, but he's got 15,000 of the 30,000 that he needs. So there's still 15,000 short. Every ventilator that we don't have, whether it's in New York or wherever you live, when this comes to you, and it's going to come to you, it will come to you. Well, my friends back home in Michigan, they know it all too well now. Two, three weeks ago, they were saying to me, Mike, why don't you come get, get out of New York? Come to Michigan. There's no cases here. I said, you're going to get them. No, there's no cases. Now, Beaumont Hospital there in Detroit, outside of Detroit, they, they're all filled up. Michigan is now number five on the states with the most cases. Number five, more cases in Michigan now than Florida. That's right. More than dumb fuck Florida. Spring break Florida. Beach time, Florida, a governor who will not shut the state down, who would rather say to anybody coming from New York, you have to quarantine yourself in Florida for 14 days. We don't want you walking around because we don't have the disease. You have it. So you've got this, you've got this Republican run state uh, acting in denial, going in, in hand in hand with Trump. Like, what's the big deal? People get the flu. Everybody back to work by Easter. I I can't get in, don't get me, I'm already off on this, and a lot of this we were going to deal with in today's podcast, but I need to get off the microphone, and I need you uh, to get off the device that you're listening to this on, and, and start calling Congress right now, because this bill, my friends, this is, that you will not hear this on the news, the way that they're pushing it, they're all pushing it, bipartisan, you know, $2 trillion, historic bill the the bill first of all the bill in actual terms um is an upwards to f- almost 5 trillion dollar bill and while it does provide for 600 dollars uh a week 
for people who are unemployed on top of their unemployment compensation that they'll be getting for four months. So that's not bad. And every adult gets a one-time $1,200 check. Okay, not bad. But what the bill really does is it provides a massive giveaway to the rich, which has really no connection, no direct connection to what's going on right now. If it was just a thing to help them through the hard times, because you you want the business to be alive. When this is over, you want your job back. You want to be able to go back to your job. You don't want to all of a sudden, you know, if, if you work at NBC, for instance, you, you know, four months from now, don't want to find out there's no NBC. It went bankrupt. It went belly up, not a business. And that's the end of NBC. And that's the end of your job. So I get, I, I understand that that piece of it, but that's not what's going on. I want to, I just want to, instead of me trying to explain this and, you know, we, a number of us now have seen a a draft of the bill that they're voting on this in the next few hours. And nobody has actually read the final bill, including the members of Congress, including the senators, right? They're just, they're just, this is one of these, you know, I, I, I think if you saw, um, my, one of my films here, I interviewed a congressman who, who explained that actually the members of Congress never actually read the bill. They have their staff read it. They don't read it. Um, there is an excellent piece just just came out uh, in the last hour or so on Huffington Post uh, by their great uh, uh, politics and economics reporter, Zach Carter. Um, I'm just going to encourage you to go to Huffington Post and read this entire article if you have the time to do that. Um uh, he, he spells it up, but I'm going to just read the first few paragraphs just so you get a sense of what I'm trying to tell you. And by the way, just so you don't think this is just some Bernie and Mike and AOC thing uh, to, to slap down these, uh, the rich and the powerful um, uh, governor Cuomo uh, this afternoon came out against this awful, awful bill. He made it very clear that the money that they're going to spend has nothing to do with preventing the pandemic from ending the pandemic, the money that they're putting up has nothing to do with saving New York or Detroit or California or the state of Washington or any of the other states and cities that this is coming to. It is coming to you. This has nothing to do with any of that. I'm going to read this by Zach Carter in the Huffington Post, just a few paragraphs. The emergency coronavirus legislation that the Senate agreed to on Tuesday can only be described as an outrage. It is not an economic rescue package, as you're being told by the media. Instead, it is a sentence, as in a prison sentence, of unprecedented economic inequality and corporate control over our politics that will resonate for a generation. It represents a transfer of wealth and power to the super rich from the rest of us with the support of both political parties. A damning statement about the condition of our American democracy. The final text of the bill has not been released, but according to a legislative draft, the new law would establish a $4.5 trillion corporate bailout fund overseen by none other than Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin. 
this fund has few constraints. Some outlets are reporting that this is a five, these are the, you know, if you're listening to the regular media, they're reporting to you that this is a $500 billion fund. But $425 billion of that fund can be leveraged 10 times over by the Federal Reserve, resulting in a multi-trillion dollar program. They don't bother to get into the weeds of this to really explain, because, you know, it's a lot of, you know, you know, you lose people. You just, just tell them it's a $500 billion fund. Wow. This bill permits bailed out companies to lay off up to 10% of their workforce over the next six months with no restrictions thereafter. So there's no guarantee of your job here. Mnuchin would have the authority to waive any upside for the public in its new investments and the bill's restrictions on stock buybacks at the bailed out firms are too temporary to be significant. So remember how they're saying, oh yeah, we're not going to allow the stock uh, buybacks this time. This is only temporary. In fact, this bill that they're voting on right now will allow bailed out companies to pay dividends to their shareholders. How does that fight COVID-19? Okay, so you so you got to forego your dividends for a quarter or two. It doesn't mean you've lost the stock. It doesn't mean things aren't going to bounce back. You just don't get dividends this quarter. Oh no, we got to make sure the dividends keep flowing. Really? How does that save lives? We're trying to prevent three to four million potential deaths in this country if we fail to fight this virus the right way. Back to the HuffPost article here. Bailout money will flow to the shareholders of large corporations, otherwise known as rich people. The oversight terms that Democrats secured in this bill, right? They're purely cosmetic. And the Democrats aren't telling you this. In fact, these so-called oversight terms, you know, making sure the money's spent right, they replicate the toothless provisions of the 2008 bank bailout that enabled watchdogs to report abuse, but not actually prevent it or rectify it. And this is a quote from Damon Silvers, who's the uh, deputy chair of the oversight uh, panel for that uh, bank bailout. This is a quote from him talking about this bailout. If you give vast amounts of public money to a single person with no real accountability, you won't like what happens next. So they're trying to sell this on the fact that everybody's going to get a $1,200 check. All of you and me, everybody, right? Whoop-de-doo. And that for four months, at least, uh, people who are unemployed get, another, get uh, you know, $600 uh, for each of their, you know, unemployment checks. They tack that onto it. Sarah Miller from the American Economic Liberties Project, this is an anti-monopoly advocacy group, said, quote, it is a panicked and reckless legislative response to what we're going through right now. It is one that, quote, will repeat most of the mistakes made in the 2008 bailout. And this bill will fundamentally transform the American economy. She didn't mean that for the better. Okay, my friends. Read the rest of the article by Zach Carter. Um, 
we need to get to work right now. Uh, the Senate is expected to vote on this. It could be any time between now and 10 p.m. Eastern tonight. Probably not that late, but possibly. So uh, I think the earliest I'm going to be able to get this up and posted on all the podcast platforms will be by 8 p.m. So there's probably still time. You need to call your senators. You have two of them. If you don't know who they are, just call the Senate switchboard. Just say the state you're from. They'll connect you to one of them. Call back and get connected to the other. Don't say to yourself, well, I've got a great Democrat. You don't listen. They might all be lined up behind this. Obviously, I'm I'm starting to hear over the last 30 minutes from a number of Democratic uh, members of Congress and uh, at least one senator. They don't like this either. And once they heard that Governor Cuomo is not behind it, the state that needs it the most and not getting it. Um, everybody's now, you know, now there's been like, I hear a pause. I hear a pause. Now they're trying to figure out what to do because they thought they had this thing all worked out and all the Walmarts and the McDonald's were already throwing a party. Wall Street throwing a party. They threw a party again today. The stock market shot back up again today. They, they, they love this. We're going to be paying for this for over a decade and, it, and it's not needed to, to end this pandemic. That's the only focus should be on that and helping out the people affected by the pandemic. First, make sure that everybody can get tested and get help in the hospital for free. Don't worry about paying for it. Just go get help. And then let's make sure that on top of that, people, people's lives don't crumble. Thus the need for a direct cash to the American public. You know, this public, this American public we talk about has worked their ass off for so many years, pounding every day, every week. Half the country can only, is living from paycheck to paycheck. 40% don't have $500 to their name, actual available cash, if they needed to dip into it right now. So that, that yes, economically, financially, that needs to be corrected. And we need to make sure that these small businesses stay alive, that people get hired back. But we can't, we cannot, because we're in our own panic and they know we are, they know we're vulnerable, they know we're afraid and they know that we won't, we won't complain about this. We won't, we'll say, yes, yes, just let the rich have whatever they want. Please, I need to save my grandparents. Except the bill doesn't even do that. Governor Cuomo said it, 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 what they're proposing to give to New York City and to and, and to New York State, and I'm sure this is true for the other other states as well, it's like a third of what's needed. In the in the city, it's maybe a fifth of what's needed. It's eighty percent less than what we need in order to keep people alive. We need the ventilators, we need the beds, we need the staff. We are we are days away from this. Governor Cuomo says maybe four maybe we can buy fourteen days right now. Maybe people are still going to die. People are dying. People are dying every single hour now from this. And it's only going to go up by, by an incredible degree. So my friends, I, I know I'm asking you to take your mind off your number one job, which is to protect your family and yourself to keep everybody alive. But, um, they're using us. They're using our state of confusion, our, our state of, fear and anxiety, despair, all of that 
and holy shit panic that we're in. And they're using that to line their pockets again. The greed, the, the abject greed without conscience. You know, people say, why are you getting so rich? What's wrong with rich people? You know, actually, I'm, I'm, if you made your money, you made it legally and fairly and you weren't destroying planet earth and you weren't discriminating against people because of their gender or their race or whatever. I, you know, I don't have, I, I, I don't have a huge problem with you. I mean, it's, if you do good with it and all that good for you, that's not what's going on here. That is not what's going on. The Senate's going to vote on this in the next few hours. And then the house has to approve that bill sometime tomorrow. My friends, please pick up the phone, get stop listening to me. Here are the numbers you need to know. There are two numbers. Both will get through to the congressional switchboard. 202-225-3121 or 202-224-3121. So you see, there's only one number that changes there. 225 or 224. Either one works. If you're calling to speak, you want to speak to both your senators and you need to speak to your one representative in the House of Representatives. And if you don't know his or her name, all you, all you have to do is just give them your zip code and they'll plug you right into the office. You may just get a tape, leave a message. You may get an intern, leave a message. You may get a business signal, call back. You may be put on hold, stay on hold. They need to hear an uproar right now from us. Do not approve this bill. This is not a time for corporate welfare, socialism for the rich. This is not a time to provide what they will tell you is only $500 billion, but what allows Mnuchin to do is to give up to $4.5 trillion to these corporations over the next few years. Absolutely not. Yes to providing money to fight the pandemic. They're not, they're not providing enough money for that. Number two, yes, to providing money to go to the working people of this country to get through these next few months. Absolutely. But number three, no, no to a corporate bailout. No to the free money. Yes, find a way to help the small businesses. Find a way to, we don't want anybody going out of business so that then nobody has a job after this is over. That's not what this is about. They're using that and they're using our fear. I'm sorry to sound so worked up about this, but I, I, I'm not alone in this. Governor Cuomo just said it on TV. Is a bad, bad bill. Make your voices heard, my friends. I'll, I'll post these numbers on the, uh, on the podcast platform here and on, on my, uh, it'll be on the, um, the website for this podcast rumble.media is all you need that's that's how you get to the, the site um i'll give you the numbers again 202-224-3121 or 202-225-3121 tell them the state you're from give them your zip code they'll connect you to the senate to one senator you'll have to call back get connected to the other senator Maybe ask the person at the first Senate's office to, to transfer you over to your other senator. And then call your member in the House because it's that Democratic-controlled House that's going to get this right. 
And don't let anybody tell you, oh, no, we need the money really quick. We need it. Yes. But even the governor of this, this state where people are dying. Even he is willing to forego it for another day or two so that it's done right. Don't be bullied by any of these people. I'll come back tomorrow with the podcast I was going to do um, uh, today. Um, but, um, but for right now, I'm speaking to you on Wednesday night. It's March 25th. This, this is an emergency. Please do something right now. This is Rumble. This is Michael Moore. This is the emergency podcast system. 202-224-3121. 202-225-3121. I'm counting on you. I'm pushing the microphone away here right now. And I'm uh, going to pick up my phone and make those calls. We have no choice. I need you to do this. Let's melt that switchboard down right now. Thank you, everybody. Be well. Be safe. Be safe.